another hilarious and moving novel from David Wallops, number one bestseller and fastest growing children's author in the country. A story of prejudice and acceptance, funny lists and silly words. This new book has all the hallmarks of David's previous bestsellers. Welcome to the Book Bibuli podcast. In this series that we are introducing to you today, we focus on rebels with a cause, from a subtle cause like interpersonal relationships with our parents and grandparents to burning issues like animal testing. Our hero, Ben, is bored beyond belief after he's made to stay at his grandma's house. She's the boring guest grandma ever. All she wants to do is to play Scrabble and eat cabbage soup. But there are two things Ben doesn't know about his grandma. She was once an international jewel thief. And all her life, she has been plotting to steal the crown jewels. And now she needs Ben's help. And we have Lanchi Grimper today with us to take us through this funny adventure. Let me introduce Lamjing. He has been with Bukbibuli journey from the beginning. He is a Bukbibuli original and a star podcaster. Why don't you introduce yourself to our listeners, Lamjing? Hello, everyone. My name is Lamjing Rimba, and I am 12 years old, and I study in Krachi Hansraj Model School, Ashok Vihar. Apart from reading books, I also love to write poems, sketch, as well as sing. Today, I'm going to talk about David Williams' novel, Gangster Granny, a comedic and humorous story with a beautiful message at the end. Wow, Lamjing, that's quite a list for a 12-year-old. The title is very apt, but you must explain it to our listeners, please. Provide a brief summary of the plot without giving away any spoilers. So, from the title of the book, I'm sure that you would surely be able to imagine a bit of what the whole story is about. A totally normal grandmother who looks like your average textbook granny with thick glasses, white hair, false teeth, hearing aids, a hairy chin, and, of course, who can forget, the smell of cabbages too. The protagonist is a young boy named Ben. Just like how almost every grandchild hates having to eat or maybe even drink a bowl of cabbage soup with his or her grandparents or even play scrabble with them, Ben too did not like spending time with his grandmother at all. He would always feel so bored at her house with nothing fun to do. Until one day when he finds his grandmother at a jeweler shop. Pretty normal, right? Well, the only problem was that it was all happening in the middle of the night. When Ben looked closer, he saw her stealing away precious stones and jewelries from the shop. His mind was flowing with endless questions. What's, what's grandma doing? Will she get caught by the police? And since when did Grandma start stealing? Is, is that why she's so rich? 
and you can imagine what else he was continuously pondering on after seeing his once totally normal grandma stealing in the middle of the night. Now, as time passed by, Ben got to learn more and more about his grandmother. The once boring old grandma office had now become a living legend, a master of thievery to Ben. Together, they became an infamous duo and made headlines. Now, I don't want to be a buskill here or spoil anything. So, in order to find out more, please read the book. Where shall we go next? I think it should be the evolution of the characters, the way each of them develop and change. How do the characters evolve throughout the story? Ben is the character who I feel is the one who evolves the most. He becomes aware of the importance of grandparents slowly and steadily. The boy who once hated going to his grandma's house had now learned how to appreciate and learn from his elders. I also feel that Ben is able to beautifully represent how a grandchild sometimes hates his or her grandparents because of the boring attitude they give. But only in the end do they realize their importance. And I feel that Ben's parents too had evolved quite a lot throughout the story. Early in the story, Ben's parents were introduced as forceful and somewhat mean parents who would only let Ben follow the career which they thought was the best for him instead of letting him pick his own choice. Then later in the story, they realize that they have been a bit too harsh on Ben and that children should be allowed to choose their own choices sometimes. The whole adventure is so fun to read. The humor, the suspense, it's all just too unique. And if you're already a fan of Gabriel Williams, Gangster Granny is definitely a must-read for you. The book is known for its humor, for the funny one-liners, for the funny new words. What did you find so funny about the Gangster Granny? Now, if you've read David Williams' books before, you would definitely be familiar with how he writes, extending the letters in a word to make it funnier, or even adding silly scenes to add the little cherry on top. So, just like his other books, in this book too, he often uses long and extended words. Now, a very funny example of this that I clearly remember is when Ben's grandma and Ben were both arguing about them stealing the crown jewel, stepping a level up from their normal heists. In this chapter, the two characters kept and kept extending the words no and yes repeatedly. Now grandma kept shouting no, adding an extra O after each time, and Ben kept shouting yes, adding an extra E after each time. And now the funniest part is that even though this chapter is crucial for the development of the plot, it's rather comedic. It's even titled as N-O spells no. Do you think this book would be a good read for grannies and for the grandchildren as well? 
Or otherwise, who do you think the target audience is for this book? Do you believe the book effectively caters to its intended audience? Yes, I believe that this book is meant for children above the age of 10 years. The book's absurd climax and its solutions will leave any reader tearing up. Its comically amusing yet a bit serious storyline has definitely effectively catered to its intended audience. You have been part of the book Biboli journey from its inception. What do you think about the North Star program? And what portion do you like specifically? Now, I believe that Book Bibli is a great platform to discuss, explore, and find new books that will definitely increase your creativity and your interest in reading too. The curated reading program of Book Bibli helps readers find a new book which is age appropriate and at the same time curated reading programs of Bookbibuli helps readers find a new book which suits their taste. You can even start your reading journey through Bookbibuli's curated books. And after all, it's never too late to begin your reading adventure. Okay, but the North Star program not only has the curated program, but also a plethora of reading-related activities. You can let out the steam with other readers of the book in the literal social. You can write a blog on the book or get into a deep dive session which deals with the motives, symbols, settings with our experts. Visit the site to know more. Coming back to the book, can you share some of your favorite moments or scenes from the book? What aspects of the story made the biggest impression on you? I believe that one of my favorite moments was when Ben had to spend his whole Sunday morning wearing different and new dance outfits, especially especially when he was wearing the love bomb, a suit filled with heart-shaped patterns printed across it. And yes, you guessed it, the chapter's title is Love Bomb 2. All right now, if I'm really going to be a bit more honest, I believe that my favorite moment was the end part of the novel. You see, David Williams is always able to write and, clu- and conclude of his uh, funny and rip-tickling novels with a beautiful ending. The morals embedded into the story are truly one of those types of important life lessons which I believe always come handy in life. The whole book teaches us not to take things for granted and to enjoy our lives to the fullest. What did you think of the relationship in the book? How was it portrayed? And what messages did you feel that the author was successful in conveying about these bonds? The grandparent-grandchild relationship is beautifully shown and expressed. The contrast in Ben's thoughts for his grandma in the beginning and at the end, really impacts the readers. And as I have mentioned before, the grandchild is a character who I believe everyone, well, almost everyone, can relate to. The author is trying to guide us about why we should always appreciate the finer things in life and that we should never, never, ever block ourselves away from someone. And we should always and always cherish precious moments with them too. 
Would you recommend gangster granny to others? And we must tell everyone that it is not a gangster. And who do you think would enjoy this book the most? Yes, I would recommend this novel to everyone listening right now. It will not only inspire you, you to write or maybe even give you a new favorite author or book, but a very important life lesson to the children of this generation. I feel realize at a very late stage in their life. Thank you so much for being with us today. Well, first of all, I would like to thank Bookbibuli for giving me and many others a platform to let our voices be heard. Also, I would like to thank each and every one of you for tuning in. And I really do hope that I have been able to start a new reading adventure for all of you who listened to this episode all the way through. Now, signing off, yours sincerely, Lunging Rainbow. And now it's time for Book Bibuli Read Record. This book starts out in the author's usual style, an updated, slightly ruder version of Roald Dahl's much-beloved type of tall tale-telling. Wallens has been touted as Dahl's natural successor ever so often. And his love of Dahl's work is undeniable. It oozes from every page. The book is relatively short. The language, fun and easy, can be read in one to two days. Best read by children seven and above and everyone else who likes a good laugh. And what we learn is that jewels or glittery glass have the same ability to bring wonder and happiness. It just depends on your attitude. Life is like that. Really, a new pair of trainers don't have to be Nike. The love of family and connections is so well-defined. The message is to live in the now and not for tomorrow. The books leading to this fun read are Mr. Stink, Billionaire Boy and Awful Auntie. And the natural successor, would-be gangster Granny, strikes again until next week. Better read, read better. <laughs>